0: Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com.
1: Welcome to the Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCollum. And thank you,
0: Dick Warren. That's the voice of Dick Warren, a long time. Here in our native town of San Diego, my name is Christopher McAuliffe, Master Certified Coach. Here this week, as every week, uh, with
2: Alex Terranova, PCC, Professional Certified Coach. Alex, how are you? I'm good. Welcome back. It's like we've done—I don't know how many weeks without you.
0: Yeah, I—I'd um, like to say that I listen. Do you? Do you listen to your podcast when you're not the
2: guy, or do you not? Well, on my own show, I've never not been the guy. Oh, really? um, you just can't. yeah. I've, yeah, we haven't had one of those episodes yet, but you need, so you need minions get minions get minions. Is that what I am to you? Oh, I see <laughs> that. I see how that worked. Yeah, I probably should have um, heard it out loud. Yeah. So no, sometimes I do, if sometimes I do, though, re listen to a podcast like we did one while you were gone and I wanted to hear how it came out. So I re listened to part of it, but no, I don't usually go back and listen when they're live.
0: I'm often surprised by how good our podcasts are afterwards.
2: Like when you're here, when you're not here,
0: or both. <laughs> Oh, I see. I well, I think I made clear that I don't listen when I'm not involved. Oh, um, when I'm not self-involved, I should have said.
2: So, uh, how are you? I'm good. I'm. I'm like you know. I'm. I'm. I'm good. Life is good. Great. You hurt yourself. I'm I, wearing.
0: I, I, I know it's casual day, but I'm wearing my Italia hoodie today. In case you wondered which side of that whole thing I ended up on.
2: You know, I'm. Um, was born and raised in California. I you're talking about soccer so after nine years old i forgot about that game wow <laughs> sorry a game you should look into it all right anything you want to share with the class because so far it's i mean I, you know if we're going to talk about sports how about the americans getting blown out twice in basketball that's like never happened oh, uh, you don't- i
0: see how this is yeah you don't care about soccer and i don't care about basketball <laughs> <laughs> Got it. uh meet at the all-star game no
2: nothing Uh, I have an all-star game baseball app, but no I did not I'm not I don't all-star game
0: before we lose uh, our another uh, the other listener let's uh, get to it because I'm very excited about our guest today he's a true icon in coaching is there anything in all seriousness we should let people know you are the co the creator of the Dream Mason podcast people can find you at thedreammason.com you're also a published author your first book fictional authenticity is available wherever fine books are sold as well as your contributor to redefining masculinity, uh book that came out, I think last year, right? Uh redefining masculinity
2: came out like two or three months ago. Yeah. So this yeah, this year, yeah. Feels like longer.
0: Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anything else that people should oh, know about you?
2: No, that's good. People can know that. I we could do you want to share anything about where you went, where you disappeared to? You know, I was holding your seat, holding your spot. Do you wanna, is there anything you want to share?
0: Yeah, no, don't worry. I've had the seat clean, but um, I was. Every year I take uh, each of my children, I have two that we know of, to uh, a different vacation, Uh, they get to decide. My son, who just is turning 12, and I have for the past five years gone to tour the ballparks of America. Our goal is to get all of the baseball parks, all 30 of them. And this year we saw 17, 18, 19, we went to Miami. We took a train to Tampa. We took an Amtrak train to Tampa. And then we saw uh, Atlanta, all three great ballparks in their own right. We had a great time. He got balls signed by famous people and photos with famous players and like that. It was all good. Man, that must be
2: so cool to have a rich dad who can do that. What a lucky kid. <laughs> Are we now talking about Europe? Or the- um, what? Uh, wait, before we go on really quick, what's of these, all these ballparks up to 19, do you say up to 19 or 20? What's the favorite? What's the, can, what's the, so do you have a favorite? Does he have a favorite? Are they the same favorite?
0: Well, you know, um, it's a good question. I think that we are, we are similarly torn between the classic ballpark, like Wrigley Field. You cannot find a more classic, beautiful ballpark in the world. Uh, but uh, I will tell you that this Miami domed stadium, all of steel and glass, brand new, with fully air conditioned and everything. That was an impressive ballpark. I'll tell you where not to go and this is going to, you know, people save your letters. I'm, I, I don't read. Um, but that uh, the place where the Milwaukee brewers play, which used to be called Miller field, um, not, not what you would, not what you would like. Although we, to be fair, we haven't been to uh, where the A's play in like 20
1: years.
2: So I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll publish okay. the complete. Uh, I have been to Wrigley field. It's pretty cool. Um, um, could we, yeah, let's we go. Talk to our I yeah, just feel go. like we well, need. Let's find out what his favorite stadium is. There we go. There
1: we go. Uh,
0: a true leader in the coaching profession, an icon, if you will. Um, one of the first in the world to be awarded the Master Certified Coach credential from the ICF, and a pioneer in the field of coach training. He founded Coach for Life Institute, the spiritually based coach training school, in 1996. Were you even born in 1996?
2: Yes, I was. I was 14. Okay, great.
0: Oh, I remember. Yeah. um, uh, His vision is to support the first billion with a B people in the world to know who they truly are by 2025. Um, An extraordinary leader uh, of of the coaching world, a visionary. We're delighted to welcome back to our microphone, Peter J. Redding. Hello. Christopher, hello. Good to be with you again. You are so professional. Look at this. You've got the whole the whole perfect lighting the, you're perfectly prepared, including uh, a microphone,
3: professional looking microphone right there. Thank you do you. a lot of these, a lot of podcasts, a lot of interviews these days, um, some interviews, but more live, live casting, live video casting. I do that every uh, Tuesday at 10 o'clock, USA Eastern uh, through Facebook and then recorded uh, to YouTube and Facebook. Bless you so, for doing
0: those things. Those are things that even I can, can work on. Let me just say that again. Yeah. So there's a Facebook page, Coach for Life Institute, and you do a live stream every Tuesday, 10 a.m. USA Eastern time. So that would be seven in the Pacific and I don't know what in Hong Kong.
3: And are there past recordings there? There are. There are about. Uh, I started in January of this year. And so what, how many of our weeks that is? Uh, there's that many recordings there. What
2: are the what are these recordings of?
3: The first series is around exploring coaching mastery. Uh, The second series will be exploring self mastery, and the third series will be um, exploring learning mastery. Uh, From curiosity,
2: as someone who uh, records a lot of content live, often. Um, and Christopher, who is someone who's talks about it, but I don't think he's done it yet. No, I um, do you, I'm curious for, for the coaches out there. I know a lot of coaches that want to do more things like this. A lot of them get held up by like trying to get it right, trying to get it perfect. Is this something that you, do you sketch it all out? Do you have it all planned? Like it's a TV show or do you just go, I'm going to talk about self mastery today and you know it and you wing it and see what happens.
3: Um, probably more the beg- the beginning part. I have the bones of what I want to talk about. I put a little PowerPoint together just to have speaking points. Um, but then from there, it's all from memory, what I'm inspired by in a moment. Um, it's live, it's open to questions, so I can take questions as we're live and respond to those in terms of where the audience wants to go with it. Um, and it's worked out pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> I have, and I'm, I have, and I'm I have, still learning. <laughs> nice. I have one more follow-up before
2: Christopher tells me to leave the show. Um, does it, a lot of times I hear when people are doing stuff like this, they're worried about, you know, how many people are going to show up. If, you know, a lot of people show up, does that have, does that matter? Does it play any, any impact? Or are you like, Hey, I'm doing this. Five people show up a hundred people show up. It doesn't matter. I'm doing, I'm putting out content. I'm, I'm, you know, I have a, a commitment beyond how many people show up to watch these.
3: Much, much the latter. Yeah. If one person shows up, that's great. If, uh, you know, 150 show up, that's great. If 5,000 ultimately end up seeing it, uh, or interpreting it or getting in translations in languages that I don't speak. Um, it's more of, um, this is my way of giving it, you know, paying it forward. I, I have such a, passion for professional coaching. Um, and there's a lot of people that aren't aware of what a professional coach is, they just call themselves a coach, and they continue doing consulting or training or, you know, telling people what to think or do. Yep. yep. And so all of that is uh, my way of saying, if you're interested as an HR professional or a L&D professional in organization to know more about what professional coaching is all about, listen to this. So I I go through the code of ethics. I went through the competencies, ICF competencies. Uh, The current portion of the um, coaching exploration right now is about what what does it look like? You know, from, hi, what do you do for a living to going through the one I did yesterday was on contracting. Uh, next week, we'll go through the foundation session, components that could go into a, a good foundation session for a professional coach and between coach and client before they start actual weekly or ongoing coaching. So, yeah. Oh, and that's all free and it's on, available whenever we're
0: able to connect to the internet, exactly. which is which is really kind. I should point to that for me as an observer, an interested observer of your career, You've been clearly committed to the coaching profession and the professionalism of the coaching profession, uh, been a bit of a coaching evangelist, if you will, for as long as I've known about you, that I you're for people to benefit from the empowerment of coaching. And in starting one of the first coach training organizations, you've also been a stand for everything from ethics and clarity about the profession to actual development of skills. It seems to me based on what you've said and what I've read, that you're now moving into more of a self-awareness. You said the next series would be on self-mastery. And I know that some of the products that you're looking at now or some of the courses you're creating is all about self-mastery or self-awareness. And I wanna challenge you a little bit because it seems to me that there's a clear market for let's find out about coaching, let's get supported as a co- by a coach, I should say. And let's get trained in coaching skills, but don't most Westernized, you know, people who are aware of these conversations, don't they feel, even if it's not true, like they've got some version of self-mastery?
3: I would say, yes, um, they do have a sense of, yeah, I, I know who I am, um, and, but, and, and I'm challenging that, that paradigm um, significantly. That exactly. seems like a like a terrible uh
0: business proposition, right? No, you don't actually know yourself, <laughs> let me tell you. But what what is it that i I'm eager to know what had you turned in this direction? Because it seems like it like a uh, pretty challenging hill to climb. Is that how you what you're experiencing?
3: Um no, actually it's not. Uh in fact, it's just the opposite. Um, this has been the core of our our coach training for 25 years, uh Christopher. Um, uh, it's where we it's where we begin. Um literally on day two or day three of our coach training, we go through processes that um they experience, they the coach trainee experiences for themselves. Um it's very personal. It's very unique. It's their words that they come up with. I don't dictate to them who they are or what they're what they're doing inside. And then we build from there. It's like, okay, so if you want to work with your clients, um, use this kind of an exercise. If it's not this exact exercise, then use one that you create yourself to find out that what I call now the core self, the inner self. And people are starving
1: to know who they are. Um, How many people do you know that get to midlife I'm going to say from, say,
3: 35 to 45. They're very successful. They, um, they're good at their jobs. They are applauded for their work. They get paid well for that work.
1: And they go, how come I don't feel good inside?
3: There's something, there's something missing, and I've done everything I'm supposed to do. i I'm, I followed my parents' guidelines, my professor's guidelines, my boss's guidelines, but there's still something deep inside of me that's not. There's, no, there's no sense of fulfillment, or it's elusive, and that's, that's, that's the starting point. That's the invitation that executives that are in their fifties and sixties and seventies even that come to our training or retired military. I mean, I'm talking about hardcore left brain, right, left brain, logical that gravitate to this work in a matter of three days. And if, if we weren't tapping into something that was genuine, that was valuable to them, then, um, There's no way, dude. Yeah, Yeah, I I wouldn't be in business today because I I do no advertising, as you know. (laughs) It's like (laughs) it's all referral. (laughs) It's all referral. It's
0: it's amazing. I know that uh, Alex wants in here, but I would just point out that that resonates. Yeah, that the notion of "Hey, would you like to learn more about yourself or have some self mastery?" sort of falls flat for me. Like, don't don't tell me I know me better than anybody. Mm -hmm. But I love this notion that. It's actually how I came to coaching in my I want to say mid 30s, just two short years ago. I'm kidding. Uh, When was I was successful? You know, lived at the beach, had the convertible, brand new car, and thought uh, I was I should have been happy, but I
1: was miserable. And I guess that really resonates. Yeah, yeah. Alex, what do you got? Uh, I, I mean, I think everything. I I
2: look. I was there. I just hit it before I was you know i hit that point at like 32 um i'm curious about how we when we talk about who we are often something that i've thought about is there is no who we are we're like we're fluid we're water we're whatever we say we are um that that who you know when you're doing this process how do how do you kind of support people to like actually set in on that and not keep well i want to be this and i want to be this like it seems you know i have access to who i am that i genuinely feel now and i feel like i'm constantly evolving
3: uh yeah i continue to evolve i continue to learn um regarding probably more so now at my age than i did at when i was half my age and so <clears throat> the the distinction that i make and like again i've been at this now for 25 years developing more and more information about who, who, is, who is the self? When you speak about myself? Most people
1: are talking about my small s self. And what I mean by small self is that the, the things that I have been conditioned, programmed, uh, not in a malicious manner,
3: by my upbringing. So it starts with parenting. Um, I heard probably 10,000 times by the time I was 15 years old, I know better than you, Peter. And I took it at face value. They they are twice as old, three times as old as I was. Um, and so it just went straight into the brain, straight into my cellular wisdom. And um, that's, yeah, I'm supposed to be a hardworking, uh, um, conscious human being, good citizen, good boy um do good at school uh you're going to college whether you like it or not i mean i heard that my dad went to yale okay so i'll give you some context here but the, when i was when i was one years old i don't remember one years old but i have pictures of me wearing a yale 19 question mark question mark little t-shirt in the pictures that you know that, that are archived now <laughs>
0: <laughs> no pressure.
3: Right? No pressure. Yeah, exactly. It's like, holy crap. Well, I knew by the time I was in second grade, I was not going to be going to Yale. I mean, I just I'm not, I was not academically inclined, I should say. Um, and my my claim to fame is that I had a higher GPA in my master's degree in business than my dad did. And and but that's it, right? <laughs> So, we're programmed in terms of who we think we are supposed to be. And then we act according to that. And because that is from the external world, that changes depending upon, like a chameleon. right? So, in corporate, I'm supposed to be this way. If I'm doing work in the social you know, network and the NGOs and nonprofits of the world, then I'm supposed to be this way. If I'm socializing, I'm supposed to be this way. Because I'm male and I'm a Caucasian, I'm supposed to be this way all from external programming. What I talk about is the internalness that does not change. And this is where we start getting into the spiritual sense of who was I
1: created to be? Who was I
3: created to be? And am I being that or not being that or to what degree? And that's where the evolution comes in, Alex, from the standpoint of, okay, so you want a Porsche, you want to live by the beach. That's fantastic. I've lived that, by the way, in San Diego. Loved it. (laughs) Top down, screaming down five to downtown San Diego uh, until they backed up traffic. And now it's a parking lot, so you kind of crawl down in your Porsche and get a sunburn. It's a
1: beautiful parking lot, though.
3: It's a beautiful parking lot. Yeah, great palm trees, torrey pines
1: categorically love it so how do i how do i become in alignment
3: with that inner self big self unchanging self so what i define as it's it's not really a discovery process as much as a rediscovery process of the core and from there Frankly, life and coaching becomes a heck of a lot easier for both me and the client because I can just simply put, okay, so this is your GPS. You've defined it. So 100% unique. It's not Myers-Briggs telling you that you're in one of these 16 buckets. It's not the Enneagram that's got these and so on, right? 100% unique. I've done this with thousands and thousands, and they in turn with hundreds of thousands of people. There's never been two alike because we're unique. We're created to be unique. We're created to be contributing in a unique manner. Now, what if you had that as a
1: roadmap? What if you had that as a true north?
3: Label it for yourself. And every decision that you make was against that, hopefully consciously or raising level of awareness as we do in
1: coaching. To what degree does option A, option B,
3: and option C align with your life purpose, your core life purpose, not your external one that you've been given by your parents or your current boss or your current environment, but by your creator? 10%,
1: 15%, 100%,
3: 80%. And then you can make a a conscious, informed decision of. Yes, I get that C is the 80 percentile alignment with that core. But that only pays a third of what option A does. And I have two kids coming up to
1: university. I'm going to choose A. Super. Is there a way that you can do A in a more congruent, aligned manner to this? Huh. Good question, Peter. Let me think about that.
3: That's what I'm talking about, Alex. I know I got off into a tangent there in terms of internal external, but th- is that resonating? Does that make sense to you?
2: Yeah, I think I'm trying I, <laughs> two things I want to know if you're willing to like is there a process and something you're willing to share with us? Um, yes and yes. And the second that and so. I'm I'm like right with you. I want you to hear like I I'm agree with you on the conditioning all of it. And I I'm I also like uh, bounce around in my brain that it's st- we're still making like these choices out of thin air about who we are. And and there is no, right? Unless God drops down whatever you believe and goes, "Hey, you got you, you picked right." There there're always um they're simply choices that how, that, that, which is hence the evolving, what has, um, do do you ever have like pushback from people that are like, well, I'm just this because I say I'm this. And how do I know that's who I
1: actually am? Hmm. All the time. All the
3: time. The pushback can be in different forms. Pushback is, um, you know, I've been wanting to know my life's, my life's work, my life purpose. You know, for the last thirty-five years, and I've done everything, including you know, hiking up to the Himalayas. That's what they say in India: the Himalayas, not the Himalayans.
1: Um, and so how can I do this in ten minutes?
3: It, it's incredulous. Okay, in ten in ten minutes, we have we we have to have it done in ten minutes. <laughs> in ten minutes. Now I have a longer version that takes a couple of hours, but. Yeah, what I'm going to give away to the audience, uh, you know, when it's the right time, I'll give you the the links to get there, and you can do this on your own. Yeah, that Self- would be a great time. Yep, self-administered. All right, Core Selfie dot c o r e selfie like a you know selfie photo s e l f
1: i e dot com. Go to that website.
3: It's free. There's three processes and I can talk about them here if you'd like. Um but the first one is a self discovery process. The second process is self validation. It goes directly to your question Alex, how the hell is this possible? How do I know that this is accurate or true or congruent with, you know, whatever you're calling your creator? And step three, or process number three, is um, how do you use it in day-to-day decision-making?
1: Goal setting. Available
3: to the world. And I need your help to get it to that first billion people that Christopher shared at the you know start of the show. And that will be the tipping point. One billion people right now represents about anywhere from 13 to 17% of the world's population. Depends on what number you're using. We know from um, scientific research that and marketing research that when you get 16, 15, about 15% plus or minus two of a population to adopt a new technology, uh, a new concept, a new precept, a new way of being, a new way of doing, you have enough people there that will populate the rest of the world that are late beginners late starters and go, huh, they seem to be doing good with this. Um, It doesn't uh, do any harm. I think I'll try it. So you have the
1: the early adopters. And then it takes on a life of its own. Well, let me just be clear. What's in it for you? Is
0: there like we get this first and then we go uh, uh, buy Peter J. Redding's book, uh, workbook series. This is actually a, a Commitment for you. This is a gift from you to the planet. Yep. Plain and simple. So you don't want anything back. You want people to go to C-O-R-E, selfie, s-e-l-f-i-e.com and do the three
3: processes, and then have your neighbor, family, in-laws, dog trainer bring it to work, bring it to your relationships, bring it to your family, bring it to your community, bring it to your church, bring it to your synagogue, bring it to your your parade. Christopher is so confused right now. He doesn't understand.
2: He's like, what do you mean? What do you mean you're just giving this away to all these people? Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful,
0: it's a beautiful commitment. And if you don't mind, there's actually a question behind it, which is that, sure. the, you know, you and actually I've got a thousand questions. Um, You and I have run coach training organizations for a long time. And what it seems to me is that you've, Turned a corner at some point in your career. I know that it was always for the empowerment of humans everywhere, mm-hmm. but it seems like you've moved from a person building an empire to a person who's got more of a global view or a global citizen as your primary intent. Will you speak to that shift if there was one?
3: Yeah, Um I've always considered myself a global citizen. As I shared earlier, I've lived in Tokyo, Japan for four years and traveled all of Asia, Asia Pacific. Uh, Lived in Canada, set up an operation up there early on in my career. Um, I've done a lot of work in Europe. And so when I think of things that I am aligned with my life's work, my life purpose, um, I think of it in terms of how can I support others that have not had the privilege that I've had? I'm, I'm, I am probably the most privileged human being on the planet by all kinds of measures, in terms of a white male, baby boomer, highly, highly educated, much more than I ever bargained for. Frankly. Although not Yale, but okay. <laughs> not Yale. <laughs> um, I'm healthy. I'm healthier now at 72 than I was at 37, quite literally, quite literally, and I plan on living until 111, so I'm in the last, I'm starting the last third of my lifespan in two years' time, okay? What am I going to do with that? I have been blessed with material goods. I am comfortable. I'm healthy. I eat well. I sleep well. I love the work I do. I love who I get to do it with. And so that's my mindset from a standpoint of, I know that I am taken care of physically,
1: mentally, medically.
3: Um, my biggest question right now is, how much is enough? How much is how much of enough is enough? Um, and so do I need a bigger place, a bigger video studio that that, I mean, this is crammed into my office here. But guess what? I have an office that this actually works. Right? And I can have the door closed and cats and you know, spouses and things like that don't come in. We'll talk about spouses in a minute. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not so sure it's a it's one turning point, Christopher, to your question. It's been a
1: um, the more that I
3: have been given, the more humble and less hubris I have become. And a lot of people acknowledge me for Peter. You're the most humble guy that I know. I, I, and I say thank you to that. And I'm I'm not quite sure that I even understand that, but um, I'm here for more than me. It, just, it really comes down to that. Christopher McAuliffe is your source
0: for the latest in the world of personal coaching. Whether it be speaking with such luminaries as Deepak Chopra or getting the newest techniques and innovation, the Coaching Show is always on the cutting edge of what's happening now.
3: The Coaching Show is brought to you by Accomplishment Coaching, home of the world's finest coach training program. Here is Christopher McAuliffe, Master Certified Coach. A beautiful answer.
1: Thank you, Alex. You got something, or should I continue? Please continue. I want to see what you do with this. I
2: want to see what you can learn from Peter right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're. I feel like there's a hidden agenda. <laughs> well, um, Peter, what I'm uh, uh, following
0: on to that, I'm going to ask you a question. You were kind enough to be on this podcast way back in the day when we called it Internet Radio, and I just started out. I want to say 17 years ago or so, and I asked you a question that I would be surprised if you remembered, but. I asked you then a question I'd like to have you revisit, which is, I asked, do you think that ultimately coaching is a spiritual adventure or a spiritual endeavor, I think, is the, is the word I used.
3: Yeah, my, my answer to that would still be a profound yes. I mean, I would say that the most effective coaching, the most powerful coaching, the most transforming life coaching, uh, boiled down to spirituality. on you know if you go further with that question is you know not all coaching goes very deep i mean you and i both know that there are a lot of training organizations still and even more now proliferating that's right we can train you as a coach in a a weekend and by sunday night you will have a certification to be as a professional coach um and and that's not coaching to me that's that's um that's transactional coaching at, at the very best. Um, it's probably more, you know, tell tell people less and but keep telling them what <laughs> how to do right. the job.
0: <laughs> um yeah, so. I found one that was two hours on a Saturday for
3: $74.95. Oh my God, I gotta sign up. I yeah, gotta stay in yeah. your chair, yeah. Alex. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I mean, how do you think I got here? How do you think I got into this chair? Uh-uh. Uh, I have so much left over time to do podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, this is a good point. So this is a good thing to touch on. Um, I want to, I want you to answer this and you both can. Christopher, you don't have to if you don't want to. I mean, I hear, we hear, I think we talk about this, but I'd love to know Peter's concept. I don't think this question is for the listeners as in they're listening to this likely because they have a commitment to become better coaches. They've probably gone through some sort of training um, and not a two and a half hour, you know, on a Saturday. Right. I'm, I'm asking this question in service of how they can be with what they're seeing in the world. Because what we are seeing in the world is, I think I talked about this when Christopher was gone on one of our episodes about how there seems like there's two distinct kind of like paths coaching is going. There's one which is people are just like, I'm a coach now. And many of them really are using, they're like great marketers. They're using the internet really powerfully to just generate business. And a lot of those people are are, are selling based on their selling. Right. It's like, well, I made seven figures. So and then people flock to them to work with them. Sure. And then there's a I want to uh, let's call it the traditional the or the the um, I don't have a name for it. Right. The, the what you and Christopher have have um, led in creating um, coaching programs and coaching schools and partnered with the ICF and gotten accredited and follow the core competencies. That's like, hey, this is a craft. This is a profession. We're going to teach you how to do it we're going to teach you how to do it doesn't mean you have to do it exactly you know perfectly that way we want you to grow and expand but we're going to give you a foundation of of that it's a technical skill it's not just a on a whim
1: i'm a coach um and i think that when you um I want to know what you have
2: for the coaches that are going this pathway, that are choosing your pathway, Christopher's pathway, like learning the foundation, but are out there and they're bombarded by seeing these images of people that are just like, I'm a coach and I'm making all this money. And some of them are challenged to build their businesses. They're challenged to find clients. It seems like there's, I don't want to call it a war. That's not the right word, but there's these, there are these two heads, right? And they're kind of like battling over where the clients are going to go. And I think clients are confused at the same time.
3: And so that's a great statement. I agree with all of that. What's the question? Well, what
2: do you have for those co- what do you have for those coaches that are that are um you know trying to do it? Let's I don't wanna again, I don't want to call it the right way, but they're trying to do it, you know, getting the training, treating it as a profession. Um and they're and they're challenged in the world by what they're seeing with yeah, with these yeah. this other side.
3: Yeah. Uh that's not a new thing, by the way. That's not 2020 or 2021 issue. That was their 25 years ago, it was, uh, we had people that said, I don't need training. I've been coaching for you the know, last 15 years of my career. And thank you very much. I don't need to go to a program to tell me that. So, and, and that will continue by the way. Um, and I, and that's okay with me. It's a free, it's a free world, right? People have a choice. Um, here's my answer to the people that are, that, that want to do it. The, The the classic way, the traditional way, the profound, deep dive way. If you are called to this profession, if there's a feeling that you have wanted to support people in a more powerful manner than what you've been doing for the last 45 years of your life, sign up with accomplishment coaching, sign up with coach for life coaching, sign up with coach training that is. ICF accredited. Period. If you want to just make a quick buck, if you want to just rebrand yourself, you uh, were counting your, account, your, your a therapist yesterday, or you're a consultant yesterday, and now you're a coach. Thank you so much for honoring me and Chris and those in our, our category to make coaching so popular in the world. And proven that when you do it the way that the ICF has defined and continues to redefine, by the way, through research, what makes coaching so powerful. um, That is a testimony to we're on the right path. Um, And I would say in terms of, again, you can... You can you can challenge a competitor in the social media, but it's for not. I mean, who who cares? I would I would say to them, educate your prospective clients. Educate your prospective clients in terms of what coaching ICF professional, what is an ICF professional? All right. And look at the other coaches that come to you or that you see marketing themselves whether they're trainers of coaches or they're coaches that aren't a coach, um, please ask them for the following 10 things.
1: What is their code of ethics that they are guided by? What is their
3: agreement? How do they handle confidentiality? Um, Are they going to make you do the work that only you can do, or are they going to tell you how to live your life or build a business or be a good husband or be a good dad? Do they have a five-point plan that they want you to follow, which is their plan that's been very successful for them? But are they going to be asking you questions in terms of what your plan is? What are your goals? How congruent are they with who you know yourself to be? I mean, there's so many things that we have that we do not celebrate, talk about, educate. And I'm talking about educating the world. I'm not talking about educating, you know, the the 20 people or 24 people that come into my next batch in India for coach training. I'm talking about what kind of outreach are you doing to get to the HR directors
1: in your field? What are you doing to
3: inform the CEO level or board levels of organizations that have 100,000 people or more in terms of what coaching can do for them? and if they bring in a coach, quote unquote, that is not properly trained, I, t- I, t- I tell board members this all the time and CXO people, CXO for audience is chief something officer, right? If you bring in a coach that says, yeah, sure, I'll tell you everything that we talk about. Obviously, you're paying me. I'm going to report out to you. You'll ruin the possibility of bringing in professional coaches for the next 10 years in your organization because nobody will want to be coached because that information is going to go straight to HR into your record, be public information. Don't,
1: you can't afford to not have a proper coach.
3: And I have to keep repeating that. I've been repeating that for 25 years. I'm sure I'm going to repeat it for the next, um, you know, 37 years. And happy to repeat it, by the way.
1: I love
0: this. And I, and, and I know that you and I are on the exact same page about this. I appreciate how well you've articulated it. If you don't mind, Alex, what I'd like to uh, follow up with Peter is, Peter, so as far as I know, you're still coaching people. You still have coaching clients. and. Yeah. And who do you work with? Here you've been an icon in the field for, you know, 25, seven years. Who are are the people that you work with, both that find the value of working with you, which anyone would, but also
1: who are, you know, willing to do this deep inner work? Yeah. Um,
3: The people that I work with right now are world-changing visionaries that have some form of social agenda. It can be social justice, it can be social norming, it can be social acceptance of a population of people um, that aren't currently socially acceptable, quote, in polite society. Um, but they have a bigger agenda, and it's typically a global agenda. Um, but the first the first two categories of people that I coached, I coached entrepreneurs when I first started, because I, I'm IIR I one I I love entrepreneurs. I still categorically love entrepreneurs. I think they're special people. Uh, They have to be a little crazy to be an entrepreneur. Um, But they want to make a better mousetrap and get it out there to the world. Um, I did that for probably 10 or 12 years. Then I moved to um, uh, senior leadership people, um, sometimes from the corporate sector. Uh, I'm very familiar and comfortable with that sector, Um, but also from the educational sector you know, educational leaders, principals, vice principals, uh, resource uh, directors and managers and trainers and so on in in the world of education. Beautiful. If you don't mind, I'll I'll follow up by asking about coach for life. So you famously
0: created coach for life Institute, one of the first ICF accredited coach training programs that's been uh, to my knowledge going successfully and making a huge difference on the planet for uh, a couple of all, almost three decades I don't I, I know about two anyway the um what have you created there and how is it working are you still leading programs are you leading all the programs do have you have you got minions that uh people that carry that coaching training <laughs> forward and where where is it and how do we find it
3: okay um let me see if I tracked all those questions. Christopher, it was uh, yes, yes, thank you very much. Yes, yes. Um some and um www.coachforlife.com. Well, you I appreciate the
0: the tracking that you did. And I want to apologize to the ICF for stacking all those questions. Do you
3: um do you uh I do I do. I love doing the first part. We do what we call part one is a five-day intensive. It's now 100% virtual uh, on this platform, Zoom platform. Um, I do it in a USA-friendly time zone uh, three times a year. And I do it in an uh, IST, India Standard Time Zone, friendly format, uh, exact same program with a a co-host, co-facilitator that lives in Mumbai. And I do that um, um, anywhere from two to four times a year. And I'm in, I've been involved with every single one of those part ones. And part one for us is a deep dive. We've had lots of people have gone through other training programs and they come to the part one and said, I've already done the basics. Um, do I have to go do? part?" Yes, you have to do part one. And when they do it, they said, oh, I'm so glad I did it because, uh, yeah, there was a couple of repeats, uh, maybe 15, 20 percent of the concepts, but. You know, this is so much deeper than what we did or my experience was in XYZ company. Um, I also run personally the master's program, which is a two-year program, uh, the master certified life and leadership coach program. And I'm the the solo facilitator of that. It lasts for one year. Um, I have some other senior faculty members that we bring in to um, go through parts one and part two and part three and so on. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm active on a daily basis in our business. Yeah. And it sounds like the growth has been in, in South Asia and India and also
0: here in the U S or North America generally, Yeah. but people who are willing to deal with the time zone difference can participate as long as it's virtual. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, um, the last one that I did here in the US, we had, I think, three or four different countries represented, including somebody from India that was willing to get up in the middle of the night or stay up until the middle of the night to do it. Um, the ones I do in the India Standard Time, IST time, uh, I think the last one I had probably 12 different countries. So we had people from India, from, or obviously from India, but also from the Middle East, um, Australia, uh, Tibet, I mean, just all over, all over.
1: What do you, I, th- I think that
2: um, where, where does this go? Like, where are we going with um, the mastery of coaching?
1: Like what's the next, what's the next level for great coaches? It's um,
3: actually a great question, Alex, because there's, there's been some shifts that I'm sure that Christopher could speak to as eloquently as I might Um The core of coaching remains the same in terms of the client has their own best answer. Damn it. <laughs> uh, that hasn't changed. Um, I, th- I think what has changed in terms of the way we coach is that through our research, and I'm saying our ICF, International Coaching Federation, and i'm not I'm not an official spokesman for them, so this is my take on it as a longtime member and contributor to all kinds of different things within the ICF. But um, I think coaches now can ask better questions. We have better structure. Um, there's research that says if you do the initial contracting in every single session, more stuff gets done, and and deeper stuff gets done. If you focus on what they're learning and have them articulate that instead of me as a coach, articulate that first, the brain likes that better. That it retains that information more powerfully. So there's lots of those kinds of things that, again, most coaches that are getting trained to, in the world today aren't aware that the enormous, I mean, I'm talking about hundreds of thousands of hours that the ICF has done in terms of polling subject matter experts in this field now for 25 years and incorporating that into the last revisions of the core competencies uh the pcc markers and so on the evolution now in coaching is how do we get coaching into the hands and the minds of every citizen of the world that's the next level if you take a look at all the coaches that I've trained and all the coaches that Christopher's trained and all the other coaches that have an ACTP coach training program around the world, and right now there's over 150 of those, and there's another 400 of the ACSTH, which drives me nuts, programs,
1: um, maybe,
3: maybe there's 100,000 coaches out there that are coaching professionally today. That's my guess. Uh, there's a lot of coaches that have received training that aren't coaching. They've gone back to nursing. They've gone back to real estate. They've gone back to other things. My estimation is that we need about, um, it, at the very minimum, 25 million professionally trained coaches to be able to coach all the citizens of the world that are ready for it. So
1: the ICF had put
3: put out a a document, I think maybe a year ago now, that said, we're changing our organization, we're changing our branding because we want to have coaching become a viral, visceral part
1: of a thriving society. So
3: that just, that is like a tuning fork in my head that when I read that, it goes, "Mm, yes, exactly. How do we get it into school systems in Africa? How do we get it into organizations around the world? How do we get it into uh, the United United Nations? How do we get it into civics? How do we get it into governmental agencies? Now, while some of that's been happening for 25 years, right? Singapore was one of the first countries that brought it into their government and had coaches coach their civil servants 20 years ago. but it's been very spotty, and most people have thought of coaching as one-on-one. We coach executives that have the money, the wherewithal, and the talent to do—you know—to to be conscious enough to have a one-on-one coach. Plus, they can't talk to anybody else like they can talk to their coach. So it's been very segmented. So great, we—we we are. I think I think we're doing a good job. We coaching profession of coaching the top maybe 2% of society. My focus now globally is what are we doing about the other 98%? How can we get it in different languages? How can we educate individuals? that's why I do the live casting broadcast on Tuesdays. Hopefully that's getting out there. Hopefully somebody will translate it into Swahili and um, that will benefit the people that don't speak English.
1: It's such That's, a beautiful, oh, I'm no,
3: sorry, go ahead. No, it, it's a monumental thing, and it's, it's in our grasp. We know this works. We know people that we train, even if it's the executives that are bringing it back in for professional development, leadership development work, they themselves are a better human being when they complete the accomplishment coaching program or coach for life's program. They're a better human being. They become better dads, better moms, better citizens, more compassionate human beings. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but the world could use a lot more of that. <laughs> yeah, the last five or six years, it, it became very clear. Um,
0: yeah. the, <laughs> I feel like um, this is such a wonderful note for us to end on. And I wanna remind people about all the opportunities, right? So by going to their Facebook or their YouTube and looking up Coach for Life Institute, they can participate with you or, or view past recorded sessions every Tuesday, 10 a.m. USA Eastern time for an hour, the, the Exploring Coaching Mastery and, and the mm-hmm. recordings are available as well as this live opportunity to be with you every week. Also, people should go to www core selfie.com downloading the three processes for free self-discovery process self-validation process Alex you can skip that one and then self-alignment <laughs> process I'm doing it right now I'm all three of them <laughs> <laughs> and um and get supported in not only knowing who they really are but being sort of reintroduced or, or touch that again even if you've already done that work and then coachforlife.com where we can not only do the the coach training the actp that you've led and and people have benefited from for decades but a master's certification program i'm interested in a little more detail about that peter that's for any is it only coaches with white hair like me or could alex attend the mastery the master certification
3: program well you know in fairness to alex so that he's now claimed to be an elder Oh, that's right. <laughs> or, or, or not knocking at least with his elbows at the door. Um, you have to be a PCC level or higher, um, you know, either through my own program or through a, another accredited program Um, have, have gained to the PCC. <clears throat> um, and, and a fairly recent PCC relative to, they've had gone through the PCC marker assessment um, in, in current years. So maybe the last four or five. Uh, Real briefly, the MCLC, the master's program, is that one year um, in addition to their current training. um, I require them to create their own coaching model. And so that's a a one-year-long process of articulate it. Test it out on clients of your particular affinity group or people that you want to be uh, focusing on as, as their coach. Collect data and find out, does it work? How effective is that in terms of moving that individual that is an executive or a budding author or an educator or is a you know first-time mom, whatever whatever that population is, to move from where they're at now. To a place of competency, a place of conscious choice making through your specific coaching model so um, and I'm actually make them name it here's a, here's a tip for everybody. There are let's say there's fifty thousand executive coaches right now, okay so you're one of fifty thousand. I have them come up with a name for their coaching model that is the blank, blank, blank coach. So I am the world changing visionary coach. There's nobody else in the world that can claim that. I have that. It's trademarked. I've got the domain names. I've got the URLs. I've got everything. So come up with something that is 100% unique in terms of what you offer. And um, so they create the model. They create the proof sources. They document the proof sources. They document their processes that that individual is going to go through, and uh, finally come up with a. Oh, and a huge part again, self mastering Self-mastery is twenty-five percent of the program. Coaching mastery is fifty percent, and business
1: mastery is the other twenty-five percent. What are you going to do with it? And I love that you include that business part. It's so important. Alex, do you want to wrap up today or are you? I feel like you haven't done
2: much work, is what I'm saying. Wow. I mean, I've been sitting here for with you, without you for the last three weeks. You know, I was like was, trying to like cold. Like yeah. Um I mean, is there I, I I think the only thing that's left is like, is there anything left that Peter has to, to share? Anything that you need to share, anything that you want to
1: share with our audience before we let you go? Slide that soapbox under your feet. Yeah, thank you um yeah
3: Uh, stop telling people what to do
1: you don't have to share anything
2: then you can share who you want
3: (laughs) (laughs) stop telling people what to do have them figure it out make them do the work that's one of my favorite sayings as a trainer coach trainer It's the client's work to do. I cannot hire the guy at the Gold's Gym or Family Fitness or LA Fitness to go in there and go, Wow, you got some great abs. I want you to do um, 75 uh, sit ups for me, 100 pull ups for me, and I'll pay you for it. I'll pay you for it. Okay. So if you could do that for me and do that, please, on a daily basis. Um, It's kind of the same analogy of a coach coming and say, Okay, so old white guy. You know, you've been around. What should I do? Um, I can tell you, but not as a professional coach, I can't tell you that because I honestly, God, don't know what's best for you. Make the client do
1: the work. It's so perfect. Well, I could spend all day with you, and I appreciate so much all of the work that you've done,
0: both on yourself and in the world. Thank you for your passionate stand for coaching and for humanity, really, and how you've created so many opportunities for people to be educated, for people to develop themselves. It's been a delight to have you here, and I'm just grateful that you're in the world. That's Peter Redding. You can find out more by going to www.coachforlife.com, go to www.coachselfie.com, and download that as well as um, joining him on Facebook or the YouTubes, which I understand is very, uh, very popular every Tuesday morning, USA Eastern time. Peter, we didn't get to talk about your, your geographic move to Florida, but I want you to know that we here in San Diego forgive you. And uh, I'm just <laughs> grateful that you're, that
1: you're in the world, brother. Thank you so much for being with us and thanks for the work you do.
3: You're awesome, Christopher.
1: Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, guys. Peter.
3: Alex, thank you
0: that uh alex he's referring to of course is alex taranova you can find him at the dreammason.com, find him at the podcast the dream mason you also started a new podcast recently what's that one
2: it is called the frequency shifter show and it's we released it in a season so it's all out you can catch all 15 episodes right now they're all live with all those uh basically it's a podcast about the unseen energies of the world spirit vibration, sound healing, Reiki. I mean, I could go on and on. There's like the, you know, why the pyramids were built, all these, all the things that a lot of us wonder. Uh we get into it with experts on these things. It's pretty cool. It sounds a little woo woo for me, but I'm checking it out.
0: It's also- pretty it's pretty woo-woo. Also, I think I'm done with Ted Lasso. So that'll give me something to think <laughs> now.
2: All right. God, uh, that's such a good show. That's that's how I remembered what soccer was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being with us. And even when I'm not. And I, of course, Christopher McAuliffe, our show is brought to you this weekend, every week for the last 18 years uh, by Accomplishment Coaching, home of the world's finest coach training program. Check it out, accomplishmentcoaching.com. And I thank you, dear listener, for being with us. We will talk to you next week.
3: That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening to The
0: Coaching Show. We will talk to you next week.